Hi y'all, this is Carrie D. Welcome to the Coffee with Carrie Homeschool Podcast. Join me every Thursday for some much needed encouragement, coffee, and conversation. It's my prayer that this podcast will help you homeschool one step at a time, one day at a time, and one cup of coffee at a time. Hey, if you're blessed each week by our podcast, make sure you check out my book, Just Breathe and Take a Sip of Coffee, Homeschool and Step with God. Then share our podcast with some of your homeschooling friends who might need a little encouragement this week. You can also find me at my website, coffeewithcarry.org. So stick around, pour yourself a cup of coffee, put your feet up, and take a little coffee break with me. Let's get started. I had the pleasure of meeting Jenny and her twin sister, Jessie, at the Wild and Free Conference this past April. I knew right away that I wanted to have coffee with her, talk with her more, and most importantly, share Jenny and her love of Christ and her music with you. Now, Jenny Hunt Dowling is a happy wife and mama, as well as a lyricist and musician for the folk band, The Hunts. Jenny shares the values of family, unity, musical creativity, and home education from her childhood experiences and seeks to carry that into her own home today. She pursues a home of peace, honor, faith, and lots of sourdough bread and prays she can leave an influential mark of goodness, hope, and love for homes everywhere. So y'all sit back, you're in for a treat today. Well, good morning, Jenny. How are you? Good morning. I'm doing so well. Thank you for having me. Oh, I'm just so excited about this conversation. (laughs) Um, I'm really excited about this interview. I've been wanting to talk with you ever since the Wild and Free Conference back in slow this April. But for the moms out there who may not be as familiar with you as they should be, can you tell us a little bit about yourself, your family, and your homeschooling journey? Yes. Yes. So I am one of seven siblings who we grew up just performing, writing music together, touring the nation, um, getting to share our original music. My parents were 100% supportive and a part of everything we did. They they courageously decided to homeschool all seven of us. And uh, we really just grew up in a family culture of music and traveling and playing on the stage and um, as a homeschool family that pursued our passion I think that's really what connected us to the wild and free community Mm -hmm. uh, of being a part of that I love it seven children I can't even imagine but it must have been a hoot (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I mean, I have a twin sister, and we're the first, and then we have five brothers after us, so it was... Well, that's even better, five brothers. (laughs) I can't imagine being a mom to five boys. I was a a mom to one boy, and wow, that must have been (laughs) full of lots of sights and smells. That's all I'm going to (laughs) say. Oh, you should have been in the RV with us all those years. (laughs) All right, so let's get into this. Why do you think music is such um, a vital part of our lives and our worship and even in our homeschooling? Yeah, I've been thinking about this. And one of the first things that came to me as I was uh, thinking about, you know, the importance of music, I just felt like um, that music has an ability to 
travel beyond barriers. Mm-hmm. And I thought in my own life, it would travel beyond even language barriers when we were in other countries and even things like defense mechanisms. Um, when you feel like you can't connect with people because they're so either guarded or, or they, they have trauma. Like the music has a way of connecting and reaching and even healing. And I've just seen music do that in ways that really no other avenue could. And I'm just really thankful, thankful for that. I'm so glad you brought that up because one, I really needed to hear that this morning of all mornings, but it also reminded me of, you know, when we were having those, I'm going to call them bad days, but you know, we have those Mm -hmm. bad days uh, when we're homeschooling. And sometimes we just had to put the books away and go do something else. Mm -hmm. But the days that we put everything away and we just cranked up the worship music, or we had a a dance party in the kitchen. There's just something about music, no matter what kind of music, but music that just really did, like you said, heal mm-hmm. soul. And whatever it was that either the kids were feeling or I was feeling with stress, if we just either started our day with worship or had a dance party, or we would crank up the music in the the car. It it does. So thank you for bringing that that up. It it definitely has a a healing component. Yes, and and de, you know, no matter what season you find yourselves in, if it is a season of you know intensity, you can find music that really grounds you in that time. Or if it's a season of joy, there's celebration mm-hmm. music, and you can just really be intentional with bringing that into your home and into your family. Um, And I just found my son walked through um, a pretty intense spinal surgery two years ago. And it was just, it was very heavy. He was paralyzed. It was an intense time. And I felt like my brain was at max capacity that I couldn't really handle a lot of words, um, wordiness, Mm -hmm. but I still wanted to feel that sense of peace And um, so I just put instrumental music on in our home every morning. I just went right to the speaker and put his name's William Augusto. And he has these beautiful tracks, you know, they're like two hours long each. And it's just it just grounded me and it saturated the atmosphere with peace. And that's really what I needed to to saturate the atmosphere without all the words and, and all the mental you know, gymnastics, (laughs) some music can bring. And so I, even days, I still turn that on when I'm just like, we need to be rooted and grounded in that piece. Um, So whatever season you're in, you can find something that really blesses your home and speaks to what you all need. I love the description, saturated your environment. I love it. So that brings me to the other thing I wanted to to pick your brain about. Now, you, you already said that you grew up listening to music and performing music with your family. So can you share with us what it was like growing up fully immersed or, like you said, a saturated environment in a home that was just filled with, with music and what that taught you? Yes. Okay. So I love this because my parents, they were just, they both loved music, but they were really invested into two different worlds of music. So my mom was a classical violinist and she went to college and played in the orchestra for violin and she taught a violin school. So we just grew up 
on Beethoven, Mozart, Bach, you know, all the classics. And we played classical violin. We were constantly listening to minuets and and things like that. My dad, on the other hand, is this uh, self-taught, plays by ear, electric guitar shredder. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) And so he would come in and hear us listening to these classical minuets and Bach and Beethoven. And he's like, that's great, you guys. But listen to Boston here, like listen to this guitar (laughs) solo. And he's like, I'm going to teach you how to play Stairway to Heaven. And um, that was literally the first song he tried to teach me. I was like, Dad, I think I need something a little more basic. (laughs) But anyways, we really got exposed to worlds (laughs) of music. And I just think that taught us to appreciate genres to appreciate eras and even cultures too um because after the classical violin movement my mom really began to look into bluegrass fiddling american bluegrass fiddling and even irish gaelic fiddling and so we got to appreciate sounds and music from from cultures and eras and i i really appreciate that so you're telling me it's okay i listen to stairway to heaven in the morning sometimes <laughs> Oh my goodness, of course. I think it it connects us to our dad. (laughs) It's funny you brought that up because um, a friend of mine, she has, I love this idea and I wish I would have come up with it or saw it sooner when my kids were still homeschooling, but she's got a jar and she brainstormed with her kids and she's got a range. So one's, you know, an adult, one is, uh, who's obviously not homeschooling anymore, but a teen and then a much younger uh, boy and then her and her husband. And they brainstormed their favorite uh, bands and music genres, like you said, different kinds of genres, different kind of uh, bands. And they wrote them on strips of paper and they put them in this, their music jar. And so every day they randomly pick one and that's the song or the group or the genre that they're going to listen to that day when they're drawing or when they're building with Legos and and things like that. I just think that's so cool because she'll post like the little strip and what they're listening to today. And then um, I just think that's great. So It's funny how your family is so very different because that's kind of how uh, my kids, like I told you earlier, I don't know any music. I can't play an instrument to save my life. Um, But my husband came from a very classical, you know, um, environment and I came from Elvis Presley in the 80s. So (laughs) Harry Connick Jr. I love Harry Connick Jr. Jazz. I'm from New Orleans. So so yes, I was more of the the modern type yeah. of music and my my husband was always like can we throw in some Bach every now and then <laughs> okay I love that I love it. and I say often that I feel like my siblings music fell somewhere in the middle between those two worlds of classic rock and 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 Beethoven you know because <laughs> we still have those fine instruments the mandolin and the the acoustic strings violins and that but yet there's um there's more of an ambient tone to it and um some epic melodies and things <laughs> like that but I feel like those influences really built something uh, original when it comes to our band, The Hunts. Yes, and I love your music. I've been listening to it ever since um, the Wild and Free Conference in Slow. I just can't get enough of it. It's like 
It feeds my soul. I love it. Okay. So again, that's a great uh, transition to the other thing I wanted to ask you about. So you had mentioned that you're now a homeschooling mom and you still perform with your family, the Hunts. So as you homeschool your own uh, son, how do you incorporate the experiences you had growing up and your love of music um, into your daily life? You kind of already told us a little bit, but is there more or anything else that you could share with us? Yes, definitely. Um, I I love what Ainsley with Wild and Free often says that each one of us have things that we want to recreate from our own childhood experience. And then we all have those things that we'd like to redeem as well. So as I was thinking about that, what I really loved and wanted to carry into my homeschooling, my homeschooling my family, um, was uh, the memories that I had of my mom having us around the table and we'd open up the Psalms, a a Psalms a day, and we would just pick our favorite verse and we were required to come up with a melody to the verse. And so like as a family, we were practicing that songwriting, that, you know, spontaneous singing. And there are some songs that we still sing today from those moments around the table with the word of God open and and the brothers and my sisters just singing and uh, starting those first first exercises of songwriting, if you will. And so that was something I definitely wanted to recreate in my home. And we've been doing that. I have a five-year-old son and um, every day he just, he likes to jump up on, I have a little box drum. It's called the Cajon and he'll jump up on that and and get a little beat going. He'll pick his favorite verse and we'll, we'll just sing it, you know, a little, um, a little uh, melody. We'll get it going and, and just a refrain Mm -hmm. and, that's been really, really fun. And um, the things I I would like to redeem, though, as I was thinking about our interview, I remember growing up, my mom was always very, you know, goal oriented and driven. And I love that because we always had some competition she signed us up for or a performance at the end of the month that we we had to be disciplined and we had to be prepared and ready to perform and ready to compete. And I really feel like that built a lot of discipline and strength in us and, and experience on the stage. But at the same time, we always then associated music with being judged or um being competitive or trying to earn some kind of prize or favor. And I think what what we, even my siblings, even now in this day, we are like getting healed from that, like the striving of earning favor, earning applause or earning the gold medal, you know? And we're learning to just approach music from a place of rest and joy and and just to, you know, be creative and to rest and to share our hearts. And so I think that's what I'm really pursuing with my son, that that enjoyment, that creativity, the no pressure, you're not being judged. But yeah, just learning how to cultivate the simplicity of it. I love the the Psalms and, and what you're doing with your son and how you guys came up with like right there on the spot. Talk about praying in the spirit and singing in the spirit and worshiping in the spirit. You yeah. just read the Psalm and then whatever flowed out of you flowed out of you. That is yeah. 
That's beautiful. Psalms, hymns, and spiritual songs. It's really special. I would encourage every family to try it. Just some really special treasures come out of it. Yeah, and that's such a simple thing to do. Wow, Mm -hmm. thank you. I appreciate that. All right, so on that note, (laughs) many moms are like me, and we're not musically gifted, and our knowledge of composers and musical theory and music history, it's very limited. When you said minuet, I went, huh? (laughs) (laughs) I'm just being honest. I know. So what are some simple ways besides the one that you just shared? That was fabulous. uh, Ways that moms can include more music and maybe even some more music appreciation or history in their homeschooling. Right. Yes. So as I was looking back at my own homeschooling experience and my mom being so centered around music, I remember her, she loved biographies. Mm -hmm. So I remember her taking us to the library. This is what I also want to do this as I, as my son is growing. Um, She would take us to the library and say, get a biography on any artist, um, you know, songwriters, whether it was Elton John or, you know, the Beatles or, you know, Beethoven, it could be anybody, any artist, any composer. And we'd get a book on it, but then she'd also take us over to the CD section and we would find a CD by that composer or by that artist. And and so not only would we learn, you know, the history and the biography of that that person, that individual, but then we'd also listen to what they created. And I just feel like it it hit so many birds with one stone. You know, we went to the library and then we would write a little essay on the book that we read and and then we'd pick our favorite song from the artist. And I think that's a fun way to connect the music to learning. Another way we, I remember, I think just like including a song in whatever unit study you're doing. I remember just like learning patriotic songs, connecting that to any type of history lesson. Um, we would we would learn the lyrics and we'd even learn to play them on the piano or the violin, you know, God Bless America or mm-hmm. things like that. Um, and, or the um, the flag song. The, mm-hmm. the grand old uh, flag. Yes. Yeah. And, and even um, different military branch songs, we would learn the army song and the marine song. And my mom was just so creative to connect whatever we were studying with a song and it would really solidify what we were learning. Um, Even like, you know, different cultures, if you're studying, um, you know, Ireland or something like that, there's so many fun uh, jigs and things that you could pick up and just throw in with that unit study Mm -hmm. to bring it all together. No, I love that. And the because there are so many moms, you know, especially moms who listen to my podcast, they're very Charlotte Mason inspired. Mm-hmm. But I wouldn't say that they're Charlotte Mason purist, right? Okay. Like, they, you know what I mean? And so when it comes to, you know, the music study or the composer study part of the Charlotte Mason philosophy, if they're like me and not like you, they get very, you know, oh, apprehensive about the music part. But what your mom did, that there was no planning in that. It was like you just went to the library, you got to pick whichever composer and genre, and then you just went from there. And I thought, wow, okay, I don't need any, any type of um, knowledge. Uh, yeah, to plan that was, that. 
to what whatever we were drawn to. I just remember my sister really falling lo- in love with Carol King because of mm. that. And so then every time she just got that Carol King album and we we discovered the mamas and the papas through that. And I think they heavily influenced the sound of um, the hunts. And, and so there's just some really, again, sweet treasures that come mm-hmm. out of those adventures and, and things like that. And, and I'm feeling, I'm feeling kind of good about myself now because when, <laughs> when we would do lots, because we did a lot of geography and I think that's why my daughter got the travel bug. So wow. early. Um, mm-hmm. she's, she's traveled to more countries than I've been to States. So, wow. um, but I think part of that was because whatever we were studying around the world, that was my one way to bring music in. I would just, and this was before Spotify, right? So I would have to search high and low for music of that country or that culture. And that is, yeah, that's another just super easy way to just bring the world and different cultures and and God's many different peoples and into our home without actually uh, leaving. And this introvert doesn't really like (laughs) the home very much. That is awesome. Okay. So at the Wild and Free Conference this past April, I was so moved by you and your sister's music. But there was one song in particular that really touched me. It was called For Our Sons. Mm -hmm. And I loved it. Um, I love how music can be a form of worship as well as a form of prayer. And I felt like that's what that song was. And um, I wanted to let you know, even though my son is 20 years old, I've been singing and praying that song over him, even though he doesn't live in the house anymore. When I sing that song, I'm actually praying it over Joe. And of course, I, I pray it over my daughter too, and I change up um, the words a little bit. But I, I just, I especially love the verse uh, fill your mouth with praise and your heart with thanks. Be a man of faith, my son. And then it just gets better and better after that. So, can you share just a little bit more on how um, you use music, how your mom used music, or how we can use music as a daily form of worship and as a, a, a way to pray with our families? Mm-hmm. Well, I love that that song ministered to you. Uh, my sister wrote that song. We we actually were pregnant together with our firstborn sons. And so she wrote that song while we were pregnant. And um, I that verse in particular that you mentioned, she wrote that for my son uh, because we were naming him Jude and his the name Jude means praise. And so that's why she wrote those lyrics, fill your mouth with praise and your heart with thanks, uh, because he was a huge answer to prayer. His life was a celebration of praise. We had been praying for some time to be pregnant. Mm-hmm. Um, so I feel like the songs and can carry so much testimony um, and so much power of God answering a prayer and not only just answering prayers, but actually I think speaking it forward in your children's lives as a form of prophecy and declaration, speaking life over them, that they're going to be strong. They're going to be brave. They're going to be men of God. They're going to walk the narrow path and they're going to, um, you know, stand up for those who can't stand up for themselves. And and it's just like incorporating your dreams for your children's character and your prayers for them all in one. And we just, we do see our songs as a form of prayer and declaring life 
and uh, over them, speaking it forward in their lives. It's it's beautiful. So I I'm gonna I have the link in the show notes, and oh, when I send out the email the week that this is dropped. I always uh, give links so that they could find the 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 beautiful mama that I interviewed that week. And so I definitely have a link to that to that song as well as to um, the hunts. So speaking of that, tell us about the hunts and where moms can find you and listen to your music and maybe even see you guys live. <laughs> Yeah, so you can find the hunts, I think, on any <laughs> any platform that music is found, you know, and we're on Instagram and Spotify and Apple Music and all of that. Um, you can see our touring schedule where we'll be on our website. And we have a new album that should be releasing soon. Um, and uh, we love, we just love that our music can go into homes and inspire families and speak life over families. Like you said, even from home, from, <laughs> from being a homebody from here, like we can actually go in and inspire and bless um, families all around through music. And we just pray that, that the music does inspire hope and healing and faith and courage and restoration in families that we care so much about that family unit and um, relationship in unity. And so we, we pray that, that if you find our music, that it does bless you. Well, I can say from my heart, it has. So thank you very much. So in conclusion, as a follower of Christ and a second generational homeschooler, and now as a homeschooling mom, mm. what words of encouragement can you give the moms out there? Mm. Man, I I just think if I had one thing that I could say to moms who have chosen to homeschool, that this is holy work. This is a powerful ministry. And I really believe in what moms are doing to bring their kids back to the home and to raise them. It's, it is a sacrifice and it is a lot of investment, um, but it is so worth it. And it's so beautiful. And I just feel like these moms, you're doing the right thing. I would say you're doing the right thing. You've courageously stepped into something so beautiful and powerful, something so significant that you have no idea. I mean, if you could just imagine children without without their mom and without that beautiful home life and family life, you know, how different things can be. Um, and I just bless moms to pursue a home of grace, a home of honor, a home of peace and forgiveness, humility and faithfulness. And it's so significant. It's so powerful and beautiful. I just bless all the moms that have chosen to do this. Yep, I totally agree. I often tell moms, this is holy ground we're on. Yes, it truly is. It's holy ground. Mm -hmm. And so um, thank you so much, Jenny, for joining me this morning. And I want to have you back on because uh, I want to talk about another when another discussion we were having was about mm -hmm. your son and how you spoke words 
of mm. life over him. And I just felt like that in itself, you touched on it a little bit today, but that in itself, we could we could have like three podcast episodes just <laughs> on that. So I am going to uh, be ca- calling you and uh, see if we can kind of set up another one so we, you can share with um, the mamas the power, the power of words over oh, I would love that. I'd be so honored. All right. Well, thank you so much. I so enjoyed this conversation. I'm glad I got to see you again. And I'll see you in September in Tennessee at the Wild and Free. (laughs) Thank you so much. You bet. Bye-bye. Thank you for hanging out with me and for joining me for this little coffee break. If this is your first time joining me, make sure you check out my book, Just Breathe and Take a Sip of Coffee, Homeschool and Step with God. If you're new to homeschooling or you're looking for ways to simplify and streamline your homeschooling, this is the perfect book to read. You can purchase it at Amazon or at my website, coffeewithcarry.org. Now, if you heard something you liked today or something new, then share a podcast with a friend who might need a little encouragement this week, or with a mom friend who's looking for simple ways to add music to her homeschooling. And if you haven't already, we would love for you to subscribe to Coffee with Carrie Homeschool Podcast, and then take a few minutes to leave a little review. This truly is the best way to help other moms find our podcast and be encouraged too. Thanks in advance for listening to us each week and for sharing my podcast, book, and homeschool mom ministry with your friends. We're so very honored and grateful. It's our prayer that our website, consulting services, podcast, and my book will help you homeschool one step at a time, one day at a time, and one cup of coffee at a time. We're praying for you. Stay healthy. God bless. And see you next time.